When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Master Your Mindset with Nate Skula and Kim Adele. Hey. Hey, Kim. How are you doing? I'm all good, my lovely. How are you? Well, I was all right. It was strangely enough, I, I literally just put my computer on it, decided I wanted to do a Windows update and, you know, the kind of standard, the standard thing, right, which is like panic, Yeah. <laughs> we have had one of those weeks where things haven't necessarily gone to plan, but I think that does give us, it gives us a chance, doesn't it, to see how well we cope um, when life throws us a plot twist. Very much so, very much so. And it happens, it happens all the time, right? Like we are continually bombarded with change, yeah? Like it's a, it's a continual thing, yeah? And, you know, wherever people are in their lives and their careers, they're they're going to get change, whatever happens. And it's how you handle it, right? And how you how you kind of roll with. I mean, you're rolling the punches, aren't you? At the end of the day, because you're not expecting these things to happen, and it's like you get this panic. But actually, in the scheme of things, we're still alive, and we we made it through, right? Like that's how I kind of look at it. Well. I kind of always look at it and say, you know, we've made, we've survived 100% of the challenges life's thrown at us so far. So we've got a pretty strong batting average. So that should give us some confidence that we can continue. But I remember years ago having to run a really major redundancy program and uh, the board came and sat with me the night before and they were like, have we planned everything? Are are we completely airtight? And I said, well, I've planned everything that I can. And they looked terrified. <laughs> His little faces were like, what do you mean? You've planned everything you can. And I was like, this is people. So I can plan for every eventuality I can think of. But we're about to talk to 1,800 people that have got unique things going off in their life. And I can't possibly know everything that's happening to all 1,800 people. So what I don't know is what this is going to do when added to the burden that they've already got. And all I can do is be there and hold the space for them and try and understand what it's like to be them and listen and understand. I said, but you're never going to be 100% ready. There's no such thing as perfect. We are perfectly imperfect. Um, And that doesn't mean to say that we don't plan to try and do the best that we can. But actually, if we can get really comfortable and confident with the fact that we are perfectly imperfect, that that life will throw us a plot twist, that things won't always go to plan, then we won't get so badly derailed when things go out of kilter because you kind of expect the unexpected, don't you? You kind of get to those parts that say, I've got an amazing plan for this week. I knew exactly what I was going to be doing. I'd got a new um, company that I'm working with. We'd got the launch of things. Scarlett's got um, nursery and starting a new school. And then you know, we, we had a potential COVID challenge in the afternoon A&E, none of which planned. 
none of which were um, expected and you could get very distressed about the whole thing and the fact that the world didn't go to plan or you just go do you know what? okay well the universe got a different plan for me this week so what am I going to learn from it well I'm going to learn that people are extremely adaptable people were really accommodating of the fact that it's very hard to explain to a four-year-old that no you can't come and join in the interview and it now is not a really good time for you to use a wet sponge to clean mummy's laptop <laughs> but you know these things happen um, <laughs> we found me but you could getting upset about it worrying about it doesn't change anything what it does is it stops you from moving forward because you get stuck in the way you thought you were going to be and instead you know I look at it and go okay so is this what I expected to be doing on Thursday morning no is it what I'm now doing yeah it is so actually how do I make the best of this how do I how do I get the most out of it and use it as an opportunity to develop a new skill to realize that actually you can be resilient. You can you can find a different path when the path that you wanted to take is no longer available to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of people are really scared, right? They're they're afraid of things, and they invent. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of this as well. Like you know, you invent things in your mind, right? Like it's like, well, what's 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 going to happen? Like if this happens, and and you're basically you're basically like looking at the worst and saying, well, is this going to happen? Like this is going to happen, and then you create it, you make it happen because you're thinking about the worst, right? So it's almost like distracting yourself from that um And you're not giving potential. your brain a chance to find any solutions because you're, all you're looking for is obstacles, for things that are going to go wrong, for something else that's going to trip you up. Instead of going, okay, so, we you know, it's a little, I always talk about, um, imagine I'm going to Edinburgh and I thought I was going to go on the train, but the train stops running so now I've got to find an alternative route doesn't mean say I'm no longer going to Edinburgh but I have to look at you know could I get a taxi could I get a plane could I you know could I catch a lift with somebody it doesn't alter my destination it just means I'm going to have a very different and very um, interesting journey to get there but imagine what I can learn on that imagine what I can take with me and I could have looked at this week and gone you know there was lots of things that didn't go right there were but there were lots of opportunities to have more precious time with my little one to watch her grow to see how she took all of these challenges in her stride she's only four she's like but she you know she tackles them head on and it made me realize that very often we create monsters under our bed and actually just like she does when you shine a light on them they're just yesterday's discarded toys they're nothing to be scared of and actually we can tidy them up and move forward and learn something new and I think that is just life isn't it we make it much scarier than perhaps it needs to be yeah very much so very much so so i mean you know in our last conversation about this topic we uh, we discussed you know about you know what is your goal right so let's assume that people may not have seen that so you know we establish what our goal is and then we set a goal and perhaps it's a five-year goal and like you say we we perhaps get lost away like we, Michael Tobin says a lot about getting Ubered, right? Like he, he's like, well, you know, uh, I remember uh, listening to his one of his audio books where he tells a story about how he was going somewhere and he needed to go to like a family wedding, but actually he got he got completely stuck in this random airport somewhere and he had to basically just get a, a small little airplane, right? And uh, and he managed to blag this guy to, to 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 basically give him a ride in this little tiny airplane that he'd never kind of been on before. And 
you know, so there are always going to be people who are going to help you with your transition, right? So, what, 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 what do you think about that, Kim? Yeah, I think I think some of it is is saying actually, you know, we we live to help as as human beings, we live to help. I love it if somebody if I'm able to help somebody because it means I've added some value, and that's part of my purpose in life is to leave things better than I found them and to add some value. So when somebody gives me the privilege of being able to offer some help, that's an amazing gift, and I accept it wholeheartedly. But I wasn't very good at asking for help. And that wasn't because I didn't think people could help me. Oh, my goodness, I know they can help me. Because I didn't want to be seen to be a burden. I didn't want to add to their challenges. And it's only been recently in chatting to people that I inadvertently was instead making them think I didn't need them. So I think sometimes it's that piece of saying, actually, know what your goal is and then invite people to help you to achieve it. Give them the gift of being able to leave things better than they found them, because actually that's a real joy for people. And it also shows that you trust them, that you value their opinion, that you are including them. Because, you know, I always think whenever I go in and run a a big organization, I could know the goal. And that's great. We might stand a chance of getting there. Or I could tell everybody in the organization what the goal is. And therefore, we're all focused on it. We're going to get there a lot faster. So many years ago, it used to be that knowledge was power. But knowledge is only powerful if you share it. If I've got all the knowledge and nobody else knows what it is, it's not powerful. It just makes me that five-year-old that clings on to the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle because they want to be the one that, that wins, that like created the final picture. And that's not how we win. That We win when we co-create. And I think that's the lesson we're all learning now, which is we're stronger together. So actually... Be clear where it is you want to go. Be clear on what your goal is and why it's important to you. And the why is, for me, is crucial. Because when the going gets tough, remembering why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for, allows me to regain that energy to keep focused. And then share it with people. Seek help. Seek advice. And at the same time, offer help and advice. So this isn't just what can I get. It's what can I give? Because, you know, what we what we give, we get back, not necessarily in a linear pattern. It's not a case of, I was saying this with a friend of mine a while ago, and it was like, oh, you've got me so many clients, I haven't got you any. And I was like, that's not how it works, love. It doesn't work that way. I've not got a tick list here that I'm going, well, I got you this many, and I'm expecting that many in return. I said, the reality is I've met people that need what it is that you do, and I know, like, trust you, and I know that you're good at it. So I just put you in the right direction. And actually, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. All I did was connect the dots. And the same will be true. You know, eventually somebody will connect the dots and I'll connect with somebody who I can help. That's how the world works. And I think we've got ourselves too hung up on the, if I do this for you, what are you going to do back for me? And that's not how, that's not how we're supposed to be. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, very much. So I agree. So in terms of like this transition that people are making with with their careers yeah, or their businesses right there are going to be people that are you know really struggling and they've 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 just basically ended up in this place and they're and they're kind of a bit sort of distraught and they're worried and everything else and and that can kind of cause inactivity right and it can cause over drinking over sleeping um you know, uh, lots of stress that, that that basically stops them from from moving forwards. So, is, is there something you know you'd advise? Do you think they should talk to someone or speak to a coach or a mentor or what? 
Yeah, so I think sometimes it's, you know, if you don't know how to get yourself unstuck, ask somebody, whether that's a coach, a mentor, a really good friend, whether it's to listen to a podcast, um, an audio book, go and look at a motivational video, anything that's just going to allow you to jump your your mindset into a different space that's going to get your subconscious focused on where you want to go, not on where you're currently stuck. And the other thing is we often wait until it's perfect so I can see the whole thing. Until I can see the whole thing, I'm not even going to make, I'm not even going to move forward. I'm not going to take that step. And then it feels further and further away from me. And actually, you know, one of the things, you know, I love a good quote. I can get a quote anywhere. Uh, This one is actually from Frozen 2, but I loved it, which was, you just have to do the next right thing. So I might not know what the answer is. I might not know how to solve the problem, but can I see a right step to take? And if I can, take it. Because with every step we take, we change our vantage point. And before you know it, a new solution or a new person or a new resource is going to come into your line of sight that's going to be able to help you. But any form of progress just helps you because it's getting your mindset thinking about solving the problem. And one of the other quotes um, that I often use is obstacles are the things we see when we take our eye off the goal. When we're not looking at where we're going, we're instead looking at where we um, are currently stuck. We can really find a challenge. So instead, really looking at where it is we want to go and just taking those steps, no matter how small they are. You know, some days one of my goals can be, you know, it was this week. (laughs) If I can just adult for 12 hours, then I've done a pretty good job. And that might not seem very successful to anybody else. But you know what? When I'd just been thrown a self-isolation, A&E, balancing um, two jobs, trying to finish uh, the launch of a new business, adulting for 12 hours felt pretty spectacular to me. <laughs> I was very <laughs> pleased when I achieved it. I just set myself a different goal the next day. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's really good advice, not being too hard on yourself. And, uh, you know, just to wrap up, right, I mean, I think when it comes to this, uh, thank you, uh, Pete, by the way, for your comment. I think when it comes to this this stress that, we, that we're feeling, it actually is there for a purpose. It's there for a reason. And actually, that stress in many cases contains a message. So what I personally do is I get a pad of paper, old school, right? <laughs> and and <laughs> I literally, I get my fountain pen out, right? I've still got my bottle of ink and I and I get my fountain pen and I, I don't dip the pen. It's not that old a pen, right? Um, but anyway, I'm doing my green thing. I'm doing the green thing, right? Ish. And literally, I will I will write notes and it will and it and it will be like, well, why am I stressed? Like what is what is the root cause of this? And it and it's not normally the root cause, it's actually the actions that I need to take to move towards the goal that I'm trying to achieve. And, 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 and sometimes like you help me to understand that. So, so I developed like my own process based upon what we spoke about, which basically helped me to create that process. And I think everybody, uh, well, not everybody uh, has a process of their own. Uh, and if not, we, we have we have some amazing training. If people want to want to grab it, they can go to elitecoachesclub.com and there's the grow training, right, which is a model that you've been using for, for quite a long time, Kim. Is that right? Yeah. So I've been using it for 30 years. And it really is just a process to help people kind of get from where they want to go to from where they are to where they want to go. Because in my experience, the two biggest challenges is often you've not really defined where you're going. 
or you've not been really honest about where you're starting from. Um, and if either of those are out of kilter, you're going to come up against obstacles that you didn't expect to see. And I think having an iterative process, allowing you to go back. I mean, we do reflections of the week and anybody that's worked with me knows I've been doing reflections of the week for coming up 20 years now. Um, because it's a great way to reflect. One of the things that we don't often do is our lessons learned. We, we hit a challenge, we hit something that wasn't going to plan and we go head down and we try and work out a way through. And when we get through, if we're lucky, we might congratulate ourselves. If we're not lucky, we just put our head down to get on with the next challenge. And what we don't do is look at, okay, so what happened? What did I do? What 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 steps did I take? How did I get myself past that overwhelm? Because very often what happens is we're not responding to what's happening. We're responding to what we made it mean. So if something hasn't gone to plan, that's because nothing ever goes to plan because my world always is messed up because everything is always against me because, because, because. And I'm now over here dealing with something that probably is a trigger from my childhood rather than looking at it and going, okay, do you know what? So somebody tested positive and we've got to go and get a test. And until we get the test results, we've got to stay at home to keep the world safe. And therefore, I'm going to have to let people know that I can still do the calls, but I, I've got a little one with me, rearrange as many of them as I possibly can and do some work in the evenings when she's gone to bed. You find a way through, you find a path. But now what, I, what I've done as part of this week's reflection is go, Okay, how easy was that? Well, actually, it was quite easy. You know, here was my list of things. Here was the ones that I could reschedule. Actually, I've now got a nice email that I can send. Heaven forbid, should that happen again? So I don't have to think, how do I get out and comms people? How do I let them know? Actually, does it matter? I disappeared off social media for a couple of days. I'm sure nobody noticed. Nobody probably cared. <laughs> and you kind of get back on later. I'm sure people did care. People have been really kind, bless them. So that was unfair to say. But what I mean is it wasn't a trauma for anybody that you weren't responding to their messages for a couple of days you just pick them up later on people just want to know that you're okay and that that you're safe and, and likewise you know, I just want to know the people around me are okay and that they're safe and is there anything I can do to help so I think for me it's those parts of saying take those take that moment every week if you can to just look back and say what what am I grateful for this week what what's gone well what what have I actually what what went better than I thought? You know, I <laughs> dreading something and actually got to the end of the week and went, I didn't go too bad. That was all right. But equally, what have I learned this week? And, and those learns don't have to be something that went wrong. It can be, I dreaded doing this. I put it off for three days. I did it. It went brilliantly. I wish I'd done it on Monday and not had three sleepless nights working my way up to having that conversation, doing that piece of work, making that call, whatever it is. But give yourself that that moment to reflect and then say, you know, so these are the things I'm grateful for. These are the things I've learned. And therefore, what's my takeaway for the week? And then I've got a great friend, Caroline Rice, who tells uh, always talks about having your Big Me Up book. And I love it. Um, and I now will put something in my Big Me Up book every week, which is the what's the one takeaway from the week that I'm quite proud of. And it can be that I helped somebody. It can be that I learned something new. It can be that I faced a disaster. And you know what? I survived. Um, but all of those just are the thing that when you're in that place where you are really struggling with your motivation, with your drive, with that fear that actually you're not good enough, you're not going to be able to do it, you're going to get found out, you can flick back through this book and go, I've felt that before, but look look how far I've come. Look how much I've already overcome. 
And it's amazing what that can do to trigger that subconscious to now find the next opportunity. You know, there's an old saying that when um, God closes a door, he opens a window. And I think, you know, it is, it's looking for that piece. It's going, that route has been blocked off to me, but what other opportunities are there to enable me to still move forward? That's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic advice. And yeah, I mean, I think this week has been has been a really good week, actually, on the whole, from a growth point of view and moving forwards with what we're doing with with the business. It's been a it's been a really good week. And, you know, we we know what we need to be doing. And, you know, just because you had childcare um, challenges, right? Um, like I, I, when I when my daughter was that age, I know how hard it is. And people who have never had a kid, they have no clue how hard it is because a, a child of that age, right? It, it's like their world. You 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 they're in control. Like you can say whatever you want, but you know they will get your attention and they'll do whatever it takes to get your attention. And you know what? So what? Right? Because actually, it's actually quite fun when you get into the when you into it right it's quite fun and yeah yeah. that's why I became a mum I became a mum because I want to be there for my little girl and yeah does sometimes it go to plan no it doesn't but then does life go to plan no it doesn't never I've learned more about leadership since being a mum than I learned in the 25 years before um because you you see the natural instincts of of our children to lead to want to step in and help each other out to want to learn new things to want to be the same as everybody else they've got that they've got that determination they've got that um ruthless determination i would say <laughs> they want something to that you know they they want it they're going to get it right um oh, and yeah. they're going to find a path through um, but actually, they don't let knocks get them down. You know, they fall down, they get back up again, they think about it, they try, you know, they try again. And I just look at it and go, we all had that. That is in us. Our inner child is still in there. So maybe we just need to unlock the door and give them the key and say, do you know what? Actually, I want that ruthless determination to be the best that I can be. And that's not about being ruthlessly determined at the um, at the detriment of anybody else. I think as long as my goal, and you know, I wrote this quote for my little girl, but I believe it to be true of everybody, which is to um, to be kind, to try hard, to dream big and to believe, because we're all proof that miracles happen. And um, because we're all proof that a miracle happened to somebody. And I think if we can, as long as we're being kind and we're trying to do thing, leave things better than we found them, then a bit of ruthless determination is a good thing. <laughs> Because it gives yeah. us that drive to, to take the leap of faith that very often we just need to do. Yeah, very much so. Well, I think that's fantastic. And this this episode is definitely going to go into our new podcast series where we launch at the end of the month because it just fits beautifully. I think that series will be fantastic for people who are trying to get over life's challenges and move forwards with their careers and learn some learn some new skills and kind of get that real kick and that pump to kind of get get going right because we all get stuck we get stuck in a rut and perhaps you know we think that we don't have the skills and and and, you know there are people that are getting having career changes like massive changes in their lives there are people who have got sick and 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 they can't work and or they're changing the way that they work because maybe they can't use use uh, both arms anymore, for example, right? So 
and and everybody's having to adapt to this new way of working right which some people are going to have to go back to the office some people are, are, are not going anywhere right and they're working from home like all the time like i am right and 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 all these challenges are there because you know we ultimately we created them right and this is what people i think need to take responsibility for their own position where they're at and say well okay that was the past i ended up here that's fine and actually i want to get there and that's where i'm going and, and that's why we've we've uh, we've begun to create the elite coaches club we're going to be launching that you know officially very very soon and if people want to grab the grow training they can go and grab that and that will really help with your goal setting and achieving those goals and you know and you can do it on your own or with someone else and that's at elitecoachesclub.com Thank you. Yeah, no, it was really, thanks, um, really useful chatting to people. And I would just say, you know, the one thing that's constant these days is change. Change is our only constant. And that actually should give us some confidence that we can do this because we've survived every other change. And I think it is, it is you're so right, Izzy. It's about looking at it as saying it's just a new opportunity. You know, I always talk about the fact that um, challenge is just opportunity in a different dress, a little bit like a squirrel is a rat in a better fur coat. It's how we view it that actually alters how we adapt to it. But hopefully, hi Sam, hopefully that's been uh, useful. It's always a delight uh, to chat to you. And maybe you guys watching could get some benefit from your own reflections of the week. We hope so. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to Master Mindset. Please don't forget to follow wherever you listen. And This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.